0: hey everybody what's going on um welcome back to the podcast we got a good one this week before we get started let me just make a quick shout out right now wendy to won headshot of the week this past week june 5th uh in the headshot crew so congratulations wendy very cool shot here's your shout out you get a banner you get all sorts of prizes so congratulations wendy also guys this weekend the 23rd and 24th of june peter is going to be in houston texas for his signature headshot intensive workshop so if you're in the area and you want to learn everything there is to know about uh, portrait photography uh, direction and headshots in general sign up for the workshop you will not regret it i guarantee it all right guys this week i have britney young Brittany Young is an amazing photographer and she is Peter Hurley's assistant. Uh, It was very interesting to talk to her because uh, we've shared that job. I've been Peter's assistant and she took the job right after me. And it was very cool to talk to her about you know, our experiences working for Peter and uh, talking about being an assistant in general. So it was a good podcast, I hope you guys enjoy it. Here it is, here we go.
1: All right, enough of that, get over here.
0: We're going to start right now. Three, two, one. Jumping! Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. I got her. I got her in my presence. <laughs> Brittany Young, what's going on?
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. I'm in the back of Peter's studio right now. He's shooting in the next room, so
0: Oh, okay. things have
1: been nuts around here.
0: So we As might you know
1: you're my predecessor, right? Yes.
0: You were the oh boy.
1: Here before me.
0: Oh God, we're gonna get into it fast. <laughs> right away. Why not? <laughs> uh so what you're saying is we might at any moment in time hear uh a certain person's voice screaming yeah. at the top of yeah. his lungs.
1: Yeah, a very familiar voice. Uh, that should be Bernie, interesting. Funny. Where is this? What uh,
0: okay. Um, so, yes, so let's get into it. Yes, I was I was uh I was Peter's assistant right before you were. Um and I'm very happy because uh, according to Peter, there's a lot of stuff that's changed in the studio. Uh mm-hmm. and he's more uh lenient now, which is great for you.
1: Yeah, I love it. I've heard I've heard some stories, but uh, no, yeah. apparently he has in and his and his own words, has calmed down a lot, okay. um, which I really appreciate. But I mean, I've heard great things about you, and uh, so I got to live up to your name and think, And I'm thankful that you had a kid and that I was able to take this job on. <laughs> and,
0: <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> Britt. I did it for you, really. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Thank, I thank your son. yeah.
0: Yeah, I procreated so you could have a <laughs> wonderful job. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome, Brittany. Um, so let's get. So I want to ask. Uh, I want to know more about you. How did How did okay. this get started? How did the <sighs> photography bug catch you?
1: Um. Okay, I think it, I, as a kid, my grandfather was really into photography, just as yeah. a hobby. So it was always a hobby for me. Um, but I first, when I graduated high school, I was going into nursing, but and then started getting into photography around that time and it was, you know, still just a hobby and doing like shooting um, some senior portraits here and there for friends and just spent the majority of my time trying to become better and not studying nursing. So I became like a bad nursing student. And I was I was working at I remember working at a hospital and I would spend all my time the and like their internet was like controlled old so you can only get on so many sites and I can only get on the New York Times and I was just like on the New York Times like lens I think it was called lens site that they put all their photojournalism stuff up on there and that's all I would do and I'm like I'm not I'm not becoming a nurse I'm just like it's going towards the photography side so I dropped out of school took some time off to figure out if that's really what I wanted to do and went back to art school and got my degree in, in, like, a Bachelor in Fine Arts in Photography. <laughs> Dave Giffen just walked in. Sorry. Hi, Dave. Uh, D- uh, Pedro says, hey. Oh, hey I'm know. on the podcast right now. You're on the podcast? I'm on the podcast. I'm telling my- him really <laughs> He wants you to embarrassing
0: questions.
1: He wants you to ask embarrassing <laughs> this questions. This is sorry. just
0: gold. I can hear it. This is just gold <laughs> for okay. all my yeah, yeah, listeners.
1: Yeah, yeah they're going to love it. You, which you need to get Dave on here.
0: I should get Dave.
1: We gotta get Dave. Dave. Dave's done some podcasts in the past. Um, I don't even know what I was saying. Oh, okay, so I went to.
0: You went back to art school. Uh, I
1: went back to school and graduated w- with a, uh, a fine arts degree, like in photography, and that was it. That was it. And I got uh, just knowing some people through school. They connected me through this great internship at Main Media. Yeah. Which also connected like in the long run, connected me to Peter. There was a BNH and rep that was up at the, at the workshops and oh. uh, yeah. And he was like, what are you doing after the summer? And I was like, I have no idea. I guess I'm going, I'm going back to Nashville, is where I'm from. And he was like, well, do you want to move to New York? And I'm like, well, that's my lifelong dream <laughs> is to just live in New York doing whatever. Like back when I wanted to become a nurse, I was like, I'm going to live in New York and be a nurse and do photography on the side or something. He's like, we'll get you to New York, and and a few days later, he found out that Peter needed an assistant, and he sent my resume to him, and that was it.
0: There you go. Well, again, you're welcome.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. He was like, I'm. He was desperate. He's like, I'll take anyone right now. <laughs> yeah, to New York.
0: Yeah, and I was that- like, I'll
1: move to New York if. I have a job. Yes, yeah.
0: That was a pretty yeah. rough time. Um, so yeah. I didn't know that you actually have a degree in photography. So let's talk about th- let's talk about that. What okay. to you are the advantages of having a degree in photography against uh, um, as opposed to <sighs> what most of us most photographers are I've talked to are self-taught. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of rare in a way to meet people who have actually gone to school for it.
1: Right. So. Mine's a little different because I went to the Art Institute in Nashville and it's a very commercial um, school. So yeah. I, the majority of my classes were in the studio um, where I think other photography schools are very fine art and you do that kind of thing. But I don't know. I just, I, going for a nursing degree and then dropping out, just my personality, I'm just like, I just need to finish school and, and this is what I love, so I'm just going to, I, needed, I I just wanted a degree. That was kind of it. So I, I think it's whatever is best for you, because I. I mean, clearly there's great photographers out there who didn't go to school for it. Um, I don't know. I just needed the structure of that.
0: Hmm. What is there something that you that you learned in school that you still like hang on to when it comes to photography?
1: Hang on to Heather. Uh, like, roll a cord the right way, <laughs> as far as, like, being an assistant, like, rolling, like, there's certain ways that you should roll cords up. That's the, my number one that I've taken away, which sounds very small and dumb, but it is a big deal in the long run. Um,
0: How do you roll a cord uh, the right way?
1: You, there's, you don't just, like, roll it in the same direction. There's, I can't explain it, like, oh, uh, and... Like just audio, I have to like show it. I like, guess I this know. is.
0: I guess that is a complicated question for audio yeah. only. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, if this podcast had a good host, it would be so much better.
1: <laughs> yeah, what's going on?
0: Oh well. No. Um, <laughs> no, okay, this so... has been
1: great. This is great.
0: Don't. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. Um, so that's, I know. that's okay. So you, so you, uh, held on to how to roll a cord, which I'm, I'm guessing is vital that's... information.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, to be an assistant, I think that's a big deal.
0: Absolutely, Ben
1: would argue that. Ben would argue, it's coming from the audio, worlds. Oh, audio yes.
0: world. Oh like yes, Ben it's Markham. A big deal. Yes, yes. Like, so,
1: yeah. I've um, never
0: had I've never had trouble with yeah. uh, with any sort of coal, any any sort of uh cord, uh rolling, and
1: maybe I don't know why, but I just had this one teacher that like just drilled it in me, and that's like. I mean, I learned a ton from school, so to bring it back down to that seems sort of dumb, but that is the number one thing that's just, like, drained into me, like, just, like, drilled into me. It's, like... What was,
0: was, what was Peter's cool. reaction the first time he saw a, a cord... I don't uh, think...
1: Okay. He doesn't even know. He doesn't, he doesn't even know. He doesn't care. He but no if idea. he was, was like a, if he was
0: to pay attention, he would probably just be mind-boggled as to the accuracy and quality... An actual, of your cord coiling or... or.
1: <laughs> sure,
0: yeah. Unbelievable.
1: Yeah. Next time just, we hang out together, he...
0: I need to learn this technique.
1: Yeah, Ben, Ben Markham can like really show it because I still struggle with it a little bit, but there is a proper way to do it.
0: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, Ben coming from an audio background, I guess that would make <laughs> sense. So <laughs> this assistant job falls into your lap. Uh-huh. You take it. And when you first got, I want to know what what was your first uh, first impressions when you start when you first assisting. What's your what uh, was your mindset like?
1: Um, I was freaking out a little bit and and shocked that I got I got the job. Because you're not
0: just sorry to interrupt. Because you're you're no, not. Yeah, yeah. You're not just assisting for like Joe Schmo. You're assisting yeah. to to uh, arguably one of the best photographers worldwide right now. So that must be a little intimidating for you.
1: A, a little bit. I I didn't know the extent of it when I took the job. I mean, I knew who Peter Hurley was. Yeah. Because that in, that internship that I had in Maine, I was this, the studio intern. And my main, one of my main jobs that summer was to take headshots of the actors that were coming in for the video classes. Yeah. And I didn't really know what I was doing. I mean, I took like all these studio classes in college, but, um, to just my, my main focus in college was environmental portraits. And so to get someone on a, on a white background alone was very scary. So I, I Googled it. And of course he comes up like, Number one, So I'm like watching all of his videos that summer, trying to figure out how to get these actors some good headshots. Yes. Yeah. I would need to go find those because that is probably a mess. Um, but yeah, so just like kind of knew of him because of that. And seriously, that was the beginning of the summer. And three months later is like, oh, have you heard of Peter Hurley? He needs an assistant. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. He's the, I've been watching his videos all summer, trying to help these actors out. <laughs> Um, law of attraction yeah for for real no it really is kind of scary um and then so i didn't know of the headshot crew though until coming here and taking the job and then got thrown into i mean all of his thunder and his his mess
0: literally into the eye of the storm
1: (laughs) yes exactly
0: yeah now i remember (laughs) when i first got there um i remember i like my flight was an eight hour flight i get there first of all backstory um yeah. peter and i talk about me going to new york and working with him uh and then i ask him okay so this is a great this is a great opportunity when do you need me by because when i talked to him he didn't have an assistant so he was looking for somebody and uh, oh, the opportunity really? arose yes and uh, i asked him all right let's do it and and then I asked, um, so when do you need me by? And he said, next week. I was like, Jesus. Okay. So I had to, you know, I in a week, I had to get my passport done. You know, I my entire life just changed within a week. I get to New York, eight-hour flight after a week of just mayhem. And I get into New York. I go to his house because I couldn't find the studio. I go to his house. <laughs> Peter walks in, and he goes... All right, you're here. Let's go to the studio, get some work done. I'm like, I just got here. Jesus. Yeah. And first day we were working on the book. He was working on the book. The book hadn't been out yet. (laughs) And we were color correcting all the pictures for the book. First day I I stayed in the studio till 2am working on these freaking pictures.
1: Oh my gosh. He still talks about how much that book was a straight, like just you guys stayed here forever.
0: Yeah, it was all, it was like,
1: rough. All hours of the night, like color correcting that book.
0: We would take shifts like napping.
1: Yeah. Well, he still does that. But
0: <laughs> it was rough. Uh,
1: but my first day. Okay, so I came in. He well, I found out about this job opening and he got my stuff. He was coming back from some sailing trip. Yeah. Um, in like Minnesota or something like that. He was driving back and I was driving back down from Nat to nashville from maine and i'm sitting in traffic and he calls me and i'm like i freak out i'm just like oh my gosh she's calling me right now um and he's like can you be can you be i'm only going to be in new york tomorrow can you be in new york tomorrow And i was like yes i can be there i'm stopping for a few days anyways um and he's like okay great i would love to meet you like, this is another like sort of like a no it's a law of attraction thing but Tommy can correct me but I get on this block the studio is on and one of the times that I visited New York I stayed at the hotel that's like three doors down
0: the holiday I was like yeah
1: the the holiday I was like at the holiday Inn for one of the times that I visited New York (laughs) so I stayed across the street from the studio so when I turned the corner to come to my interview I just kind of freaked out and it and it we like freaked out in a good way and it was like, oh, this is amazing. Like I just, it calmed me down and I felt so calm coming into the studio. And I spent the entire day, like we chatted, he looked at my portfolio and then I, and he had a couple shoots and I just like sat there and watched him. Like I was there for five or six hours, I think. Hmm. And then at the end of it, and he was like, are you moving to New York? So when I would like to try this out and I was like, oh, I mean, if I get, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll move to New York. Sure.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Why not? And
1: I and, but that was when like, when he said you moved a week later. He told me this was September, and he's like, "Well, I'm going to be traveling the rest of September, so I don't really know how I'm going to like teach you what to do." And I was like, "Well, could you give me a month to go home and like finish up my like lease there and like pack everything up and move find an apartment and move back up here?" And thankfully, he did. And he like, gave me a whole month to get my stuff together. Wow! And get up and get up here. Yeah.
0: Wow. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Huh.
1: Yes, yeah, sorry that you did not that, that.
0: That's a phone as soon as this podcast is over, that's a phone <laughs> call that's happening. Yeah,
1: I know. I know. <laughs> I was like feeling bad as I was saying that out loud. I was like, oh boy.
0: <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh it's understandable too. Uh well at the time when I moved there I didn't really have much going on in terms of, you know, I was living with my mom and you know, I was I was in the relationship that I'm still in but you know it it was just it was a slower time of my life and uh it was easy for me to just go yeah um so i want to talk to you about what what do you what are the what are some mistakes you see people make when they're assisting for somebody do you know well, of anything about this
1: I don't, I, I don't know. Like my assisting job, quote unquote, is so different than what other editorial photographers have. Like L- uh, Lindsay's, Lindsay Adler's for assistants have come into the studio and I've like watched them hmm. and their job is so different that they're changing the lights and making sure the, you know, the batteries are charged. I mean, I still kind of do that, but they make sure the batteries are charged and they're helping on set yeah. where... The 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 headshots, which is m- the majority of Peter's work, is set up. Yeah, that's so true. So I I just do a lot of the admin work, um, but when we're when we're on location, I mean that's I kind of have that like typical assistant job.
0: Can you tell me the biggest screw up you've had so far?
1: Oh Jesus! Um, oh, this is Peter's most recent favorite story, um, is the New York Times article.
0: Oh, I know this story. Like,
1: yeah, you know this one. Um, I mean, so he was in France at the time and got this email that came in and the, all the email said was, hey, we want to do an article on you about how to posing someone. And I like reading it and like, oh, I think this is coming from the New York Times. And I forwarded it to him. I didn't talk to him on the phone about it. So that was my, my screw up is the next time that I was able to get him on the phone, I kind. I kind of forgot i forgot about it like, which is horrible because it's the new york times like yeah. that's a big freaking deal i'm trying to keep this like pg i would have said something else um
0: thank god somebody so, is on this goddamn podcast
1: uh, I, there we go um i don't know why it's not my personality to like not cuss on him anyways um so yeah i was like oh my gosh this is the new york times this is a big deal i forward it to him and say hey like let, do you want to do this and the next, t- like a day or two later, I finally am able to get him on the phone while he's in France. And, and I, it just didn't, wasn't the first thing on my brain. Uh, so with the, I never got back to the lady and she emailed back like, hey, do you guys, do you, Peter, do you want to do this? And th- he was back in town when that second email came in and he saw it like right away and called me. And we're just like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> like ripped me a new one, which you should have, because that's a, that's a big deal. So that's the most recent, I mean, there are other things, but that's give the most recent. And me, give me. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've broken a few things like here and there, like I dropped I the ball on things, I'll emails, tell you. communication. Okay. So the biggest thing about being an assistant to a photographer is communication. So if you don't have great communication back and forth, that's yeah. when like things get messed up, and we we struggle with that a little bit because he's gone all the time, and everyone knows he has like some ADD issues. He's like all over the place and not hearing, and but so communication is what comes down to like things being missed and not being done.
0: I'll give you my biggest screw up when I was there. I think this is my biggest screw. No, I have two. I have mm-hmm. two. Uh, the main one was um, we were in the studio one morning and a, sh- uh, a box comes in, as it usually does in the Peter Hurley studio. It's the only sen- it's the only place I've ever been where people just send stuff. Yeah, you just get it. You just get all boxes of gear and it's wonderful. It's like Christmas Can- every day.
1: Candy. Candy's coming in and he's like on this big health kick right now. And he's like, what is this? I can't do this right now.
0: I don't know. Anyway, so, a box sure. comes in and Peter opens it and the first thing he sees is the front cover of his book. It was the first ever shipment. It was the first shipment uh-huh. ever of the books, right? It, it, it he he um he opens it and then he goes, "We got to make a video. Um we got to unbox this." And I was like, "Well, it's already closed." Well, I'll just pretend. It's fine. <laughs> so I I get the can, I get the I get the Canon 5D Mark III I point it at him and I get a laugh he gets a laugh on himself and we start recording. Um, now at this time I had never recorded anything with Peter I am not very proficient with video by the way so mm-hmm. he starts riffing and all of a sudden he just he stumbles on himself and he stops talking, and so I naturally go all right let's cut and go again. I pressed the button. I said, all right, cut. He looks at me and he's killing me with his eyes. Like he's saying, what are you doing? This is my, this is the, this is the first ever, this is the first time I'm seeing my book. And I stopped because I was getting emotional and you just cut that. I was like, oh no. Yeah, that was rough. That was, that was a rough Uh, one. I got, uh, yes, my, I, I got scolded so hard. My ears were bleeding.
1: Mm-hmm. he he's like he, again back to him like calming down i think it's now he would kind of he would say what are you doing but then kind of like laugh about it like dang that's kind of sucks that so we didn't get that
0: but, oh no
1: yeah no you got you got the raft of it all
0: <laughs> i remember one uh speaking of peter's wrath i remember we were doing an intensive in new york and uh i think it was I think it was a popular photo. Is there such a thing as a popular photography magazine or something?
1: Uh, I have no idea. I mean, that kind of sounds familiar. There's a, there's a
0: very big magazine on photography and everyone
1: that's listening to this right now is like, yes, that's a thing.
0: I'm sorry people. Um, and Peter's picture was on the front cover, a shot, a headshot he took and he left it on the, um, on the coffee table in the front in the front room, and we were doing an intensive, and somebody placed a water bottle on top of the magazine. He took one look at it and he yelled the biggest F word I have ever heard in my entire life. You could probably hear it from uh I don't even know. You could probably hear it from Harlem or from Brooklyn. I think people in Brooklyn were shocked at this type of at this type of language. Anyway, oh, so um,
1: funny. I'm glad that he is not that way anymore. I can handle it, but I'm just like, <laughs> he's calmed down a lot. He doesn't do that kind of stuff anymore. Thankfully. Yes,
0: I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad he doesn't. Um, so, circling back to uh, assisting mistakes, I want to yeah. tell a a little story. I I once did a job, and I had a girl. Um, she was she was in uh, she was doing some sort of course on photography, and she wanted to assist somebody, and I said, all right, fine, let's do it, and I had a corporate job uh, on location, and so the day before, I'm very particular about the way I like my stuff set up and broken down, so I brought her to the studio, showed her everything, my light set up, the triangle, you know, I showed her everything, and we pack up, and the next day we go. We get to the job, uh, and... I tell her to set up while I'm gonna to talk to the uh, head of the company. I mean, we're just having a conversation, she's setting up. When I get back, um, there's no triangle set up. There's no anything. She, she, I think it was some sort of clamshell, but it, it wasn't really well done. Um, and I just asked, what, what are you doing? She said, well, I set up the lights for you. I was like, but that's not the way I wanted them. I was like, And she said, well, this is the way I learned so if you're thinking about this is to all the listeners out there, if you're thinking about assisting for somebody do what the person you're assisting for asks you to do. Yeah. This is not the time for your personal experiences.
1: Yeah. Right. That's a big, yeah, exactly. That's, you got to observe what that person likes that photographer likes and you just do it and you do what they, you do what they say and if you're, you know, maybe you think it should be a little different. That's a conversation maybe later, but like you just, your whole job is to make them look better and set it up the way that they're used to and what they do.
0: And it it, it also circles back to communication, yeah. like you were saying, because some people, yeah. some photographers actually welcome some input while they're on the job. Other photographers, if you talk to them while they're shooting, they will rip you apart. Right.
1: Yeah. I've had, I've assisted some other photographers. So it's like, you do not ever talk to the client. You just kind of, you're an extra set of eyes on here. This is this is what I like, so pay attention to those things. Yeah. And that's it. Like, you just kind of are, a little, they're a little shadow.
0: Oh, yeah. I think that as an assistant, I wouldn't have an assistant of mine go and talk to the client, I think.
1: hmm Yeah. I don't like that either. I mean, even like now that I'm shooting now, I don't like other people coming in and like telling me that. My lights are a, a need to be some something else, and yeah, I just like I just it's a little de- demeaning. Yeah, like we want the client to like you're the best. They hired you. I'm still on. Here's Peter again. Oh. Hey, I'm on the you're on the podcast now. Oh, okay. I'm
0: on the podcast. I
1: Peter's know. on the podcast.
0: This is, is Peter. I'm on
1: the podcast. Not podcast. Right. <laughs> right. uh, the
0: classic Peter. uh All
1: these cameos that we're having.
0: Yeah, I mean this this episode is full of superstars. Um uh, we were talking about Oh yes. I don't even know. No, I got it. I got it. I got okay, it. Mental good, notes, good, good, that's good. what I do, Give people. Me Mental notes. Um now you were saying uh some pe- like uh it's demeaning. Now, if you if you're an assistant and you feel like something is wrong, then maybe go up to your to the main photographer and just in a private manner mm-hmm. tell them, hey maybe you should look out for this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I like. That's what I do. And that's also my personality cuz I'm not like very loud either and I don't want the other people like yesterday or 2 days ago we had we were shooting a book cover and so there's an art director and the editor of the book and and there's just so many people in the room and if I just yell out like hey Peter this needs to be fixed it I don't want to look like peter doesn't know what's going on yeah of course so i just like kind of quiet like when he looks back to the computer because i'm sort of sitting at the computer seeing what's happening and i just he looks back and he's like how's it going and i'm like "Uh, you should maybe do this and then he then he directs that to the client that he's he's taking the photograph of
0: yeah and it's a community just communicate i would say communicate with your with your main photographer and if they want your input give it to them uh, quietly and privately if they don't want your input keep your opinions to yourself yeah I would say
1: yeah 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 me too
0: v- several types of photographers out there um, what do you, what do you think makes well we, we're kind of talking about that now but I want to know what are the top virtues in your opinion of a good assistant
1: yeah. So it's that it's a uh, communication is probably number one. Yeah. And then you just have to ob- observe everything that's happening. Um, and listen, you gotta listen to what, like what they're saying and try to, I mean, I'm just going to listen to this and laugh because I'm the things I'm going to say, I'm not technically doing myself, but like just to re- try to remember everything that they're saying, because I know it's so frustrating to repeat it another time. Like you just, you just have to be sharp Yeah. and, trying to observe everything that's happening on the shoot making sure you're ahead of the game and like batteries are charged and everything's firing when it needs to be and yeah and communicating to the photographer
0: i love that and i would just add something know the gear know the gear inside out
1: yeah yeah for sure yeah you need to know that
0: too yeah yeah, you gotta know that gear man if you if the photographer asks you to Set up a softbox, and you have no idea how to set up a softbox. You're gonna look like a chump, and you're never gonna get that job again.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah.
0: Um. So you've been assistant. You've been an assistant for Peter since 2015, and it's 2018. So it's it's almost been three years. Um, three
1: years in on, in October.
0: Exactly. October. Yeah. And how is it like balancing your, you know, your your job as an assistant? with your job as because you're also a photographer right you also shoot in mm-hmm. the studio
1: Mm-hmm. I do yeah I, I kind of under Peter's umbrella so the I'm the uh, headshot associate here so if, if someone can't afford Peter then there's also Dave Geffen and myself
0: yeah but are you work so how do you manage like You know, there's. I'm assuming you you have two paths in your life: the path of you and your job as an assistant, but then also your creative and your your artist's path. So how do how do you manage those two paths? How do you?
1: I'm, to be honest, a little bit of a struggle right now because I haven't. Man, like since moving to New York, like my personal work has kind of gone to the side. Um, not because I'm very busy and like what I'm doing. I mean, we are busy, but I still could could make time for that personal work, but for some reason I I just haven't. And I don't I don't I, I don't know how to answer. I don't know how to answer it. And I feel kind of bad about it cuz I need to get back into it cuz I love portraits. And that's what I was doing back in Nashville was environmental portraits.
0: Yeah, um, so those I've seen a doing, lot of portraiture from you in your Instagram account and they're absolutely mm-hmm. amazing.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And I, and I love it, but I, now I'm feeling a little rusty because like here we're doing headshots. It's the same setup and obviously the person's different each day. So that's, that makes it fun. But portraits, I'm, I'm getting a little rusty on my light. I'm not like using the f- different flashes and the different modifiers and like playing with light anymore. And I need, to, I honestly need to get back into it because that's what I love. Oh but yeah. I, I don't have I, I don't have an answer. And they, I need to talk to Tommy. Let's talk to Tommy. <laughs> I well, need to set goals.
0: I don't think we we can bring him on right now, but I'm sure that's a conversation you can have with him. I um, well, I, you're in a very lucky position because I was there. And for instance, when I, in Lisbon, before I went to, before I went to New York, you know, I didn't have a lot of gear. So I had a couple of strobes and a, and, and a couple of soft boxes when i when i got to new york he's there's every piece of there's every modifier there's everything you could possibly want in that storage room yeah. so it leaves a lot of room for creativity plus here's what i think assisting is good for because a lot of photographers don't want to assist um you you, you get to learn um another photographer's experience and perspective. Like I learned a lot of my portraiture light from Peter, the way he sets up his, his portrait lights. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's interesting. So, um, what's your, yeah, po- I would say- go, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, no
1: I was going to say that about like assisting another photographer. I think that's another reason why it's, it works so well. Like I think whoever you're assisting, you have to have respect for. And then also like respect for their work. You have to like their work. Cause if not, you're not going to be doing your best job as an assistant. You're going to be bored. You're going to be like, this is, I don't like these things. I'm not learning anything. You're going to move on and not and you're just not going to be a good assistant to them. So That's not fair. But then also you, yeah, you get, hold on. Sorry. You get bored, but you're just, it's not fair to the photographer. Cause I feel like if you don't like them, you don't like their work. Or respect them, you're not giving them your best job. Like you're not, you're not giving. You're not the best assistant for them. Oh That's yes, really well, that was my best. That was my point. I can't
0: speak anymore. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. No, I agree. I think that um, it's a relationship. Like you're, you're like an extension. As an assistant, you're like an extension of their brain. So you, the the two people have to almost have a symbiotic relationship where the assistant mm-hmm. almost knows what the photographer, what the other photographer is going to do next.
1: Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. That's what, that's the goal. That's what you're trying to do. Exactly. <laughs> it's easier said than done, but yes, that's what you're, you're hoping to
0: do. What, um, what would be some of your main tips for somebody who's looking to, to, um, to get some assisting jobs? What would you tell them to look out for?
1: To, I mean, to how to get one would be, I mean, I guess networking because how I got my job was just knowing the right people. I mean, that's probably with everything, but like, I don't, I don't actually know because this, came, I don't want to say that it came easy because I, I've worked hard in college, but I just knowing the right people introduced me to Peter. And this yeah. just like happened so quickly Um, So for someone who's just starting out like right now to become an assistant, it would just be to network in the industry, because I think if anyone's going to hire anyone, it's like word of mouth. Mm -hmm. So just getting out into like photography groups and knowing your your city and the photographers that are in it.
0: There you go. All right. I want to steer the conversation um, into away from assisting. And I want to know your. Um, aspirations, in a way, like, do you, is this a job that you intend to keep for 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 all eternity?
1: For it, I'm going to be buried in the
0: studio somewhere.
1: I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm sort of back to like the personal work thing where I'm trying to figure out that goal and what I want to do in the next five, ten years. But I, I do see myself here for a while. I, I've grown sort of in this company where it is just Peter and I, but I'm, I'm starting to shoot more and I'm, I'm learning. I'm still learning more like from him. So I haven't, hopefully I start shooting more. Peter's traveling with headshot crew things. I can travel him with him more through that. And we hire someone that's doing the job that I'm doing now. Hmm. Um, that is long-term goal, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, when I first moved to New York, I wanted to be an editorial photographer but that's sort of changed. It's changed a little bit. And I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm working on my next goal.
0: There you go. So, yeah. Um, oh, uh, hold on. I got to go back to assisting because I just remembered <laughs> something. Sorry. <Okay>. It's, it's, <laughs> it's another testament on what a great thing being an assistant is, is you're, you're, you're a perfect example of that because up and I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that up until you got the job with Peter, you weren't really proficient with headshots to the level that you are right now, I would say.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. Headshots would terrify me. Um, I loved again, loved portraits. Um, But that was I think that was one thing that I was missing while taking these courses in college i just I could just feel that something wasn't right, like the lighting's beautiful, but the person in there i don't i just i felt so uncomfortable I didn't know what to tell them to do, obviously they didn't know what to do um so that's why I was so thankful to like find peter, and not just headshots and it goes into portraits, like you still gotta direct them in portraits too, so of course, but headshots is. Uh, maybe a little bit more scary because it is, again, just the white background and you're not seeing them in their environment where they're a little bit more comfortable. They're coming in with just like these lights jammed in their face and not wanting to do it. Their company sending them here. So what I've learned from Peter is is direction. That's, I, that's what he's the best at.
0: Do you feel like um, because you're assisting for Peter – it was like your brain, because I felt this way. It was like my your brain was hot wired, and you're like you're learning like months or even years worth of information in like a week.
1: Yeah, for sure. But it took me like a year for it all to like settle in and like do myself. Like I didn't start shooting headshots until almost a year into working with him. I was like the first one of the. Um, I think it was like a week in like, shooting, I'm being here, sorry, assisting him, and there was, there was this lady that wrote in who wanted a portrait of her and her sister and her dad, and they happened to be in town, and he couldn't do it, and he just, like, threw me into it, and it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible, Like, and I just, like, it scared me, and I, and it was people that I, like, could talk to because they actually were in town from Nashville, which is where I'm from, and Peter's like, okay, cool, you got this, you have something to talk about but I still like didn't know how to talk to someone, direct them. It was so bad. It was really really bad. And I so I didn't shoot in the studio for maybe another year. So I just through osmosis watching him shoot. I gained some confidence.
0: Yeah, and you got the tricks. What's what's yeah. Give me some of the main tricks you absorbed.
1: Um I mean everything that he talks about, like just I don't I don't throw a lot of hurleyisms out. Because that's not really my style. I'm very, qu- not qu- I wouldn't say quiet, but I just, a lot of direction and positioning the body yeah. and where you want it. And then just like a slight smile. That's probably my go-to. And then every once in a while, I'll throw in some kind of earlyism in there. I'm just like tilting your head towards the Empire State Building. or, or Flaring your right nostrils seems to be one of my favorites.
0: And that one's always good. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or bringing your pupils closer together. One of those.
0: Bring your pupils close. oh yeah. yeah, I remember that one. I remember yeah. that one. Um, this this actually is a good subject because a lot of people um, talk about their headshot work and the, and they say that they can't develop their own work because they're they can't shoot like Peter. They can't use the hurleyisms. They can't do this. They can't have the energy that Peter has. And what you just said, I think is very interesting because you're, you have your own way of doing things. And I think that's something people don't realize they need to do. Right.
1: For sure. I definitely, well, I definitely, but I think everyone else on this planet does not have Peter's energy. Like he, like Peter is Peter. You cannot copy that. And so you, you can't, if, if it's fake and you're trying to come up with this energy, it's going to come across that way. So you really do have to be yourself. I think John Keatley talks about it too. Um, you have to be you because if not, it's just, it's just not going to come across and the person's going to feel it. And that also makes it awkward, but you do need in, in Peter's teaching. It's like, you do need some kind of stimulant to, to make them think about something else and to not think about the camera. So you just mix it in in like a, a subtle way, if that's, if that's your way, like I'm very subtle with it. Like Peter has this huge personality. It's coming at you with this loud voice and they get a kick out of it. Everybody loves it, but I just like, yeah, I couldn't do that.
0: Yeah. There's the, the there's multiple ways of connecting to another human being, I think. Exactly. Is, yeah. And so uh, there's a lot of crew members, unfortunately, that feel like they need to um, emulate that, style and that energy of shooting um and when the reality is you really don't i mean you have Mm -hmm. to you have to grab that information and make it your own um what how do you feel about what about technically how do you feel about because this is something i think about sometimes how do you because like if you look at the crew i would say that 99 percent of the photographers are doing exactly the same lighting setup Yes.
1: Yeah. How do you? I was just asked this question the other day because Kim Kim Dalton was here for her her PhD. She won the PhD a few months back, so she was yes. here. Um, I'm sorry, but let me just interrupt
0: a- you because the, we yeah, have public yeah. listeners, and PhD is a contest that we that we're doing. It's not a degree. It stands for Peter Hurley Direction. Okay, we're not handing out PhDs in the headshot crew, guys. <laughs>
1: right but also like uh, as we're saying this i don't think he's doing this anymore where they come assist him anymore so i'm just throwing that out there too so yes, that's been she was kind it. of the last one that could come see him work in action yeah i uh, was like okay so she was we're on location and she's like i just don't understand how his lighting just looks perfect and I, and my, my comment back to her was like, you know what, I don't either, because I just set this lighting up for him. This is the same thing I do, and it still doesn't turn out the same. So I don't, I don't back to your question, I don't really have an answer, because I mean, I, I set up for both. I set it for myself and I set it for him, but there's just something about his work and the lighting just looks more, more crisper, like more refreshing looking, I don't know.
0: But he generally then he grabs what you just did and then he tweaks it, right?
1: Just, I mean, very little. Yeah. He tweaks well, it just a little bit where it looks like he's not even really moving the light. But, I mean, apparently it's doing something. That's
0: probably it, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've, I remember the first time I, s- I had never... I didn't have three lights before I went to, to New York, so I remember the first time he asked for me to set up a triangle. I was like... <gasps> I have no idea how to set up a triangle.
1: Yeah, I've never used continuous life for working here.
0: Oh, me either. Me either. It was flash only. Um. So yeah, I think I think there's there's something to say about finding a personal style, not only um, in your direction but also technically, right? I mean,
1: it's sure, a- yeah.
0: Well, to be fair, it is a formula that Peter developed and it works. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. We have people all over the world that use the formula and they're successful with it. But then I have people asking me like, but I don't really like the triangle. I want to do my own thing. And then I feel like I can't join the crew and I'm not a part of the crew because I don't use Peter's lighting or the lights. And I think personal style is very important. Would you agree?
1: Um, yeah, no, you still, you're, and no one, I mean, even if you're copying Peter, it's never the, the, the same, like you're still is your style on it. Like I don't ever, I don't ever add a kick to my headshots cause I don't, I don't really like it. I think it's just not, it's just not me. I find it like a little distracting. So I don't put that in there, but at the end of the day, like there are like quote unquote rule, not rules, but that what make like a good photo, like you need so certain like lighting
0: guidelines stick
1: to guidelines. Thank you. You're welcome. So you're like trying to <laughs> stick to you. So yeah, like if, if you got to kind of stick to those in, in your own little style, I don't know. I don't feel like I fully answered that question.
0: No, it's but, great. I, I, I fully agree with what you're saying. I think finding a way of doing it yourself is what it's all about.
1: Yeah. yeah I um, think, like you know, you know, the rules, like, you're in the headshot code, you know the rules, and then you can break them okay. who was to it your that, style. Who was it who that said, that?
0: know the rules so you can break them at your will? Now, yeah. there's there's a lot of photographers that... The reason why I think we're so adamant about the quote-unquote formula is because most people break the rules um, on accident. Exactly. Yeah, but, you Go ahead.
1: No, that's all. I was going to just kind of kind of repeat what you said. You're like just people, agreeing. I'm agreeing. <laughs> they. It's on <an> accident. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. No, that's okay. because um, then we have a lot of photographers who get iffy when we're reinforcing the idea of of the formula and how stuff should be. Um, and then we have other, then we have people saying, "Oh, but what if I want to do something different?" That's fine. You're welcome to do whatever you want as long as you do it consciously. If I if we're giving you a critique and your response is, "Well, I did it like this because that's what I want because that's how I see it and that's my personal style," then there's nothing I can say but like there's nothing to be said back, right? Right. Especially like when it comes to post-processing and color and that yeah. that's very personal.
1: It is. Yeah, it's all objective. And I remember that from school. We would have to put up the pictures that we took that week and be like, why did you take it this way? You have to come up with some kind of answer. This is a little bit of torture. Because I would be, some of, the, some of the time, I would be like, I don't really know. I thought this looked great. Right. But oh. yeah, there's some. you have to come up with some something. There is a reason.
0: I guess that's a good thing about school, is that you're having people give you assignments and like stretching your creativity i guess
1: yeah I, I like the structure of school which back to maybe why i haven't done personal work so much it's like i need a little structure like you, someone like giving me a little bit of an assignment somewhere and i can then i can come up with my own like creative spin on it
0: you seem to need uh, people telling you what to do a lot Brittany. <laughs>
1: I know. That sounds horrible the way you say that. But yes. I mean it really does. Like I follow direction very well. <laughs> make okay. you look great.
0: That's yeah. exactly. Brittany, that's why you're such a good assistant, because exactly. you're just yeah. You're just there yeah. to yeah. do whatever the person asks for you to do. Exact and getting, you'll do it getting, well.
1: Getting the job done. <laughs> just fake it till I make it. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> try exactly.
0: And you <laughs> exactly all right we got to start wrapping up Brittany. where can people go okay. to find more about you
1: oh my gosh uh instagram is the only place that i really post so be young photo on instagram i am on facebook but it's not really anymore it's just Brittany young on who facebook. really is um and then i have a website that just has my old environmental portraits which is the young com. okay I think that's it but oh, i would yeah. say that
0: most of your stuff is on peter's website right
1: my headshots are on peter's website yeah um but there's to get to that's a little tricky there's no like peter hurley slash Brittany young like <laughs> ah. way to get to it um but my i'm on headshot crew like i have a a profile on there
0: oh that's true which is that's a, true yeah. All right, I want to thank you for being on. I, th- I know this was nerve-wracking, but you did great. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is like torture a little bit for um, me. Like,
1: I loved it. Like, I want to say, this is like a bucket list item. Like, I listen to podcasts all day, every day. So I love that I was actually on one, but I am like, was very
0: nervous about doing it. And now your voice will be on the internet for all of eternity, Oh, jeez. Okay. And, and people will listen to it every day, and they will <laughs> think, my God, this woman is so interesting.
1: thank
0: you that's very nice there you go no it was a great conversation I think it was great
1: okay cool it was fun I enjoyed it
0: great I want to thank you again for being on thanks for your input and thanks for uh, for dropping some knowledge it's always good when people drop knowledge on the podcast
1: thank you Pedro all
0: right I'll talk to you soon okay all right bye all right that's it guys I hope you enjoyed it it was wonderful talking to Brittany Um, it was it's very interesting when you talk to people who have had these same experiences in the same jobs as you have, so it's it was wonderful sharing our um, our input on the same ex- job. Like that was very that was very interesting. Anyway, I I want to thank Brittany again, and I want to thank you for listening to it. And by the way, again, main sponsors the Headshot Crew guys. If you're not a member of the Headshot Crew, give us a give us a try. You're not going to lose. What do you got to lose? You got absolutely nothing to lose. You got one month free. So in one month, you get to test it out. You get to be a part of it, test out the the forum, the live crew casts, all of that. We have a very strong...